Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Not Tina, not Victor. And what's up with those voices Carolina's hearing and um, AWOL? He is a bad man. We got a very special guest from Pride joining us again. So stick around for the Marvel's Runaways After Show on AfterBuzz TV. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Marvel's Runaways After Show on AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Ollie Dredden. That's Billie Eilish with Ocean Eyes, which was an amazing song. Played season one with the iconic kiss from uh, Nico and Carolina. I'm joined with an amazing panel. We got the marvelous Mina. Hey, everyone. We have the fantastic Shay Jones. Hey, guys. We have... The magical, the magical. Ma- Megan Lynn over here. <laughs> hey y'all, what's up? And we have a very special guest, the intelligent, the beautiful, the talented Brittany Ishibashi with us. Hello, what an intro. Thank yeah. you guys. How are you doing? Thank you for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. It's nice to be back. I know. It's been a long time. It's been a year. It's, it's been, been a year. year. A lot has happened yes. in this past year, you guys. So you have to fill us in. How's it been? This has been such a huge year for you. With season two. I was going to say personally or like <laughs> Tina? <laughs> both. Both. Well, I mean both it. because you also had your daughter on Runaways too, so we have to talk about <gasps> yeah. that. Yeah. Baby Nico yeah. is my real life daughter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Well, we're, today we're covering, thank you for, again for joining us. We're yes. covering episodes nine and ten, Big Shot and Hostile Takeover. So guys, what are your initial thoughts on these episodes? Because like with all, every single one of these episodes, so much happens. AWOL is is my big takeaway from this. He's all over the place, and I already knew we couldn't trust him, but he's playing every single side of this game, so I'm really curious to see where Mm -hmm. that ends up with Mm -hmm. him. Definitely. I mean, we find out what happens. It it gets biblical, but um, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm just saying, I got a little biblical for Nico today. Uh, I was just thrown. Everything just had me. There's things I thought I knew just now changing, and I'm just like, I don't even know what to think anymore about the parents. I'm scared for these kids now. That's all I have to say. Mina, what do you think? I mean, this keeps getting better and better, and that's why I'm just saying behind <laughs> the scenes, when are we going to have a season three? Because it's so good, and I haven't even finished it yet, but I still like just want a season three promised already. Um, yeah. But I guess the major takeaway, and I felt this last episode too, is that you know, there's no such thing as a villain. There's no such thing as a hero. Everyone just has their own special interests, even with Jonah. Like, he's not yes. necessarily good or bad. Everyone just has their own personal motive and their own special interest. So it's so hard to just say that this person is good or bad or that AWOL is a horrible person when he's looking out for his own self-interest. What he's, makes him worse than the pride? He's a little questionable. <laughs> he's more questionable than everyone else, though. Because but, he's only looking out for himself and not anyone else. Like, I understand yeah. when your family's at stake or someone you love is on the line, but it's mm-hmm. just him. He shot a pre- Oh, like, he and didn't he, shoot her, but he shot... At, towards a pregnant lady, but and, I no, totally and agree a baby. with you. And a baby, a newborn yeah. baby. 
Oh, that's right. She, the baby was already born. But yeah, no, I totally love what you said, Mina. Like, everyone, you can kind of see where everyone has, like, a motive. And even with Jonah, like, we could kind of sympathize with him last week with him just doing all the sacrifices in order to Carolina to recognize him. When yeah, she's, and have that connection and for mm-hmm. her to know more about where she comes from. Mm-hmm. And, she and I'm interested in, like, what was your, uh, at this moment, you know, pride is disbanded what was your kind of <laughs> pride disbanded, is never disbanded quote, <laughs> quotations air quotes for podcast <laughs> listeners what was kind of your motivation for tina at this point now that she's what does she exactly want to do with episode nine because clearly you know the last conversation she had with nico was when nico said go to sleep you know yeah and then we all cl- by the way i have some really <laughs> funny gifts of all of us falling asleep that i'm going to try and share on social media at some point but um, <laughs> um in our crazy night shoots uh well we're really talking about two different tinas right I'm yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is oh my gosh. So, it's even... so I mean, OGT. I mean, after this big explosion at the site, I, I feel like Tina doesn't quite feel like herself. She doesn't feel right. And but and I obviously I don't. She doesn't know what it is. And I think for her, it's more like. You know, there was all this stuff flying around. I should probably go, maybe go check out. I have some kind of weird radioactive. I have some cancer or something bizarre because she knows something's definitely off. Um, uh, she definitely, at this point, she still wants to just get Nico home and get her family back together. But but she's not quite all there. And, and, and then you have the introduction of um, other Tina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, other Tina. Other Tina, who is so much fun. Who loves uh, cake, cake and sugar <laughs> and the dopamine and, and everything. She just, loves, she just loves this world, right? She just wants to kind of like get in there and feel and just see what it's all about. So uh, I, I, that's that's a fun battle between mm-hmm. those two. Was that difficult to kind of uh, play with? Because obviously, not only that, on top of that, the Menors and the Steins are working together now. So that's like a huge issue, obviously, with the past relationship between Janet and uh, Robert. So Ugh. like, and you're an alien? <laughs> Airports again? So, because what, what, you got it? what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? I know. It's, uh, yeah, it's complicated. And I think it's it's fun playing it. When we were doing it, we also were kind of figuring it out. Like what, we didn't really know who these aliens were and kind of and so it was fun to watch it for the first time and see how it was all cut together and say like oh they chose the really playful take and to kind of see who wait what do we know in 10 already i'm going to be careful i don't spoil anything all we know uh, is not victor and, and not, not tina. tina and i'm gonna throw out not stacy not stacy <laughs> oh absolutely not those Stacey. glasses she took them off. She took those glasses off. She's a different woman. She gets scary. <laughs> she's scary. And uh, props to Bridget, too, because, like, she's such a fun-loving, like, Stacey, you think, she, oh, she's so, like, dit- not ditzy, but, like, she's so eccentric. Yeah, she's, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, like, hippie-like, but then she got, she's scaring me. I don't know about y'all, but Don't she's... make me a snap. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Okay, that was kind of, no lie, Dale. I was kind of here for that. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, redefining gender roles, let's be real. Yep. But also, I'm still scared. <laughs> So. No, she's fantastic. And it was funny because Bridget and I would talk because we knew about each other, but we didn't know anything else. And so we, um, we, wait, can I talk about this? Can I talk about, we, we're establishing that Bridget is not totally, Bridget, she's yeah. acting weird. Yeah. She's yeah. not Stacey. Yeah. Um, so she, yeah, so, so we were told by Quentin mm-hmm. on, the, on one, the middle of our night shoot, he says, look. Some stuff's going to happen. You're going to find out in the next few episodes. A few of you are going to have a really fun adventure coming up. Mm-hmm. And oh. I'm just going to pull you aside and just kind of, you know, talk to you and, and you know, just keep it hush-hush. Do not tell anyone anything after I talk to you. You just, you know, that's it. 
And so um, Bridget and I were just laughing because at one point Bridget was like, yeah, I was talking to Quentin and, and he told me not to say anything. And, and, and then I saw him talking to you and I was like, well, there's Brittany's definitely got something going on. <laughs> um, but it was fun to figure out who, you know, our types are so opposite of who we've been playing for the past season and a half. And for her, she, I know she had a big issue with like how much clothing Stacy wears. She's always wearing so many layers and tunics and like mm-hmm. sweaters and things. And she was trying to be this, figure out this other character and felt weighed down by all of this fabric. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for Tina, she's always so pulled back and so severe and so put together. And um, to be able to let her hair down and like not have that headache oh constantly and just like shake that out just feels good. And she was like m- not messing, but kind of playing around with Janet. Oh, I thought, thought she was, yeah. I thought she was just feeling mm-hmm. Janet. I, I was, was like, like, okay, is she we flirting? Gonna, okay, okay, I see. So everybody gonna get a taste of Janet today. <laughs> <Go ahead>. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just lying, like. I, ever is amazing and beautiful. I'm just like, okay, but you just, Janet's just getting everybody. Like, Maybe they pump like pheromones into the lab or something. Maybe she did something like, yeah. Poor Janet. She, she just was so confused at this point because also she made love with Victor. And he's like, and then Victor's like, what are you talking about? We didn't make love. So you I know how like, important a clean lab is. I love that line. Love that line. And then I was kind of confused. I was like, oh wait, did she, did she sleep with Victor or not Victor? You know, like. A, oh, that is a great oh. question. So like, mm. What's going on? I feel like it would be not Victor because I feel like what we're getting from um, Stacey and Tina so far is that Mm. these not versions of themselves are a little bit more like sexier and advent- mm. and more adventurous, more feminist and bold like with the make me a snack line. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Victor with whatever his not version self is would also be along the same lines of more adventurous because he and Janet haven't really had a relationship yet mm-hmm, since they right. got back together after he was unconscious. Yeah. Although how beautiful were those flashback scenes? Like yeah. in the oh, they were so gorgeous. In a way, it almost made me feel like this was like the Victor who she fell in love with, whoever is playing Victor now. That's yeah. kind of the adventurous side that we're seeing. Mm-hmm. That person he was before all the stress and mm-hmm. obligations and responsibilities came through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I really loved that part of Victor, even though I was just like, dude, really? I just told you, you we made love and you're worried about a clean lap. Mm-hmm. I would I would think you would have more questions. <laughs> I'm just saying. Gosh, it's just so weird because also then we have to also take in consideration of Carolina because she's hearing voices. So I'm like, okay, what are you guys' thoughts on this? Because this is really weird that now that Carolina, that parents are acting up and now Carolina is getting these weird voices in episode nine. So what are you guys' thoughts on that? It felt reminiscent of Harry Potter to me when Harry has this connection with Voldemort and always hears <laughs> his voice in so, her head. Do you think, so do you there think... has to be, like, she probably is, like, weirdly connected to, um, oh my god. Jonah? Jonah. Yeah, Jonah, but also um, Seven. Tina's daughter. Oh. In a way, like I just feel like she has different connections mm. to everyone because yeah. she's not human. Mm-hmm. That she has like the ability what she's able to hear and to yeah. hear yeah. their yeah. thoughts. Maybe she really did want her to come, mm. so it's like an like an extra ability or sixth sense or power that. We have to <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah, I was just like trying to piece that together. Yeah. At first, I didn't really think anything of it. I thought um, maybe Nico had said something under her breath and she heard it, or I guess <laughs> maybe she. Away. Maybe she's reading. Maybe she's reading her mind or something. I thought it was some sort of like interrelational thing, kind yeah. of that Gert has with old lace. I don't know something along those lines. Because couples do have that telepathy, mm-hmm. you know. But then at the end of episode ten, we heard Jonah's voice, 
as um who was it? Victor was hanging mm-hmm. up the signs with the code to try to attract these not other yeah. alien people versions. Yeah. So I was wondering if it was somehow related to Jonah, mm-hmm. and it wasn't really anyone's voice. It was his voice disguised. Right. I yeah. love this, you guys. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> the theories of it all. What does she know? Well, before we move on to our next topic, our girl Mina has something to tell y'all, which is very important. We love you guys, and we hope that you love us back. <laughs> and Mina just has to shed some light for you real quick. Yeah, we just wanted to say thank you so much for helping us become the ESPN of TV talk. Um, And for us to continue to grow, we could definitely use your help. So if you're on YouTube right now, which I know a lot of you guys are in the chat, Mm -hmm. hit that thumbs up button and subscribe. And if you're on iTunes listening to us, please give us a five-star rating. But no matter where you guys are, leave us a comment so you can get involved in the conversation. Being a part of AfterBuzz TV has meant so much to all of us, and we truly appreciate you supporting us and doing what we love. So don't forget to tell your friends and keep enjoying our shows. Yes. Thank you yeah. for that. Nina. Yes. And if you are tuning in the chat live, let us know your questions for Brittany. She'd love to answer them. And but... either Tina. Yeah. There, <laughs> there, there are actually like a bunch of people who have a lot of questions yes. for you. What are they saying? Uh, Nicholas Kelly wants to know... Uh, how does Dale not know his wife long enough to realize that you know, <laughs> this isn't her, that this isn't our regular <laughs> Tina? I mean, seriously, you know, Tina's never like this. And I was kind of wondering that, too. Like, how are they not really picking, being that perceptive with that? Right, like, how is Robert like, um, uh, something's really wrong with you. Yeah. 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 Nothing against guys for this comment, but they're guys. Ah! Nothing against... I feel no. like part of it is that in Dale and Stacy's relationship and in mm-hmm. Tina and Robert, the women both definitely wear the pants. So, yeah. like, when they start taking charge, they both just kind of, like, back up. <laughs> right. Like, she told him to go make her a snack, and Dale was like, Got okay, it. like, what do you want? <laughs> do a choice, you know. I'm just worried for the the <laughs> runaways because also we have the topic of the pride wanting to combat the kids. Like, we still want them back by force kind of which is well we've asked them nicely several (laughs) times and they put you to sleep (laughs) like so i mean they're really leaving us no choice so but like but i mean (laughs) there there is something just very wrong with that (laughs) i'm not gonna be frank i'm just nervous Um, you should be. But who also made me nervous was AWOL. Yes. Yeah. AWOL. <gasps> he flipped the script. He ended up killing Flores. Poor Flores. Poor but then Flores. again, I also was just like, Flores, is just, he just wants a check at the end of the day, so he's not that great of a guy. <laughs> but AWOL flipped the script, and then we had this crazy scene of... Um, at first at the restaurant where yeah. Alex, yes. Alex, I'm looking at him sideways because Alex um, isn't really telling the runaways all the info that they need to be on the same page. And obviously yeah. we, we've been dealing with miscommunication all season. So the the rest of the runaways are looking at him like, hey, why are you going behind our back? Yeah, you're getting us about in, this. Yeah. Getting mm-hmm. us in danger. And then this leads to the crazy standoff. Oh my gosh. What did you guys think about the standoff? Poor Nico. I know. Your daughter. She <laughs> was just going through it this episode. She was working hard. To conceal the base. I know. Like, How cool were those effects, too? Like, that was all cool to see when it all, it all came together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, was really awesome. cool. Yeah. Okay, this is nothing for Alex. I think because Alex thinks that because he, he's been in Compton for a couple of days, he's <laughs> hanged out with Darius. He feels like he knows what's really about. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm like, Darius might have told you things that you should know, but he didn't tell you everything you need to know. Because there's a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't just roll up on cops. <laughs> 
in a public place, especially when they're Corrupt crooked. Corrupt cops. Yes, especially yeah. when they're crooked cops at that. You do not and, touch their curry goat. I love that lesson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that. Don't, don't touch their food. Yeah. Um, don't make sudden movements. And unless you really have something big enough to bargain with, don't, like, unless, and unless you can really defend yourself in a way whether like, the guns won't be turned on you. Mm-hmm. It, was, it could have been a very smart way for him to have done that and still get what he needed to get from AWOL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like his ego is really getting in the way of everything, in the way of his relationship with Livy, in the mm-hmm. way of his relationship with his friends. I feel like some of that might stem from his father kind of acting like the big man on campus yeah. with the pride. And as a parent, I don't know if he gets some of that from him, but it's definitely really getting in the way of his judgment because he thinks he can strike a deal with AWOL and he's yeah. a crooked cop. Mm-hmm. He's on no one's side but his own and not getting himself put in jail. Yeah. And I feel like... I feel like he's just missing the obvious. Like, they're like, we'll go to someone who's, like, a district attorney or whatever. I don't know what connection he had with AWOL there. But I'm like, why aren't we going to the FBI? Why aren't you taking <laughs> I mean, it up to the next level? I mean, this is, like, corrupt, like, crime circles running Why are up. you not contacting agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? <laughs> <laughs> totally agree with that one. Um, I, I think when, you know, we've already noticed that people in positions of power abuse that power. And if they don't trust their own parents, if they don't trust the police... What would make them trust the FBI, let alone agents? What would make them trust AWOL? <laughs> I know. I would go to the FBI before I went to AWOL. But I do think that in, in Alex's defense, I wonder if he knew that Nico had his back because of the, whatever that's called. Staff and one. Staff yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's so. very cocky, right? He just kind of, like, mm-hmm. assumes that it's all going to be taken care of. It's also youth, right? Yeah. 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 I what- see him even more as the baby of the group than I do Molly, even though she's the youngest, because I feel like he's really nice. She had to knock him down, literally, from stopping oh, so to do anything yeah, reckless. And I was amazing. like, yes, because I feel like Alex, at this point, things have kind of been going in his favor recently. So he's kind of on this power trip, especially, yeah. you know, his experience with Darius, which you guys brought up, and... He just, like, wants to bring down his parents so bad. And I'm like, dude. Blinded, yeah. Hold yeah. on. Like, this power trip for sure. Rose, and I know he, I feel like he does really care about Livy because poor Livy was the hostage in the situation. So he was like, I'm going to get my girl back. Yeah. So he was just angry. He was, like, pushing. The, mm-hmm. oh, I was going to say, but the thing with anger, if you let it rule you. Which I think it's doing and to it's, him. And it's, like, it's, it's the whole revenge trip she's talking about. You're so focused on. Right. Destroying your parents, destroying the other kids' parents, that you're not really, you're not even seeing the big picture. Mm-hmm. You keep talking about a bigger picture, but you're missing it. Mm-hmm. And you're going to miss out on a lot of things by focusing on anger and revenge mm-hmm. that don't benefit you. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was really interesting that Libby said right before she left the house and possibly broke up with Alex, or at least separated from him for the time being, that she needed to take care of her family and he needed to take care of his. Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't sure if that was in reference to the runaways or to his actual family. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like more than any of the other runaways, his relationship with his parents is truly severed. Mm-hmm. We also have to worry about Nico. That <sighs> staff. Your staff. Originally your staff. Staff one that doesn't. No, it's fully hers. It doesn't work for you anymore. And then, like, I love the moment we brought up last week when you just smiled when you saw her come down from the whole <gasps> tornado. The dig site. <laughs> so... And that was still Tina, right? I feel like that was the original Tina. She was like, yeah, we're more very alike. I knew so, she had it in her. Yeah. So what are our thoughts on this staff? The staff seems to be taking control of Nico. And it, did you see the eyes? I mean, yeah. The scary eyes. Like, that wasn't... 
that, well, that wasn't her makeup, and her make- <laughs> makeup is always on point. Yeah. But that was something else. Something wrong with that was some yes. darkness. I was wondering if it was almost like an overdose kind of reaction, kind of like we saw with Topher mm. when he was using kind of like that liquid to inject himself with Molly's kind mm-hmm. of powers. Oh. I don't know. It seemed definitely like she had overdosed or overused her powers to an extent mm-hmm. because it's literally completely fatiguing her to the point where she's passing out. Mm-hmm. Right. All these unanswered questions. And then we have Frank, Shady Frank, turning on Leslie in episode 10. Poor Leslie. I mean, she just... I don't... We we don't even know what happened to her. Like, and then what's his face? I forgot the... Vaughn. Vaughn. Vaughn didn't do anything. Vaughn Vaughn just cares about her so much. He cares about that family. He thought he was doing what was right. Yeah, but the thing... Yeah, I'm not going to even touch Vaughn because I just want to just... Because you're, you're only hearing half, you're, like, especially when you're listening through, like, a glass door, you're only even hearing right. half the conversation. You're not hearing the full conversation. And though you believe what you're doing is right, I thought, like, you're supposed to be on my side. That right. was the whole point. Like, that's mm-hmm. why you're my assistant. You're not, no, anybody else is assisting. You're right. mine. You're supposed to be on my side. You turn me over to my culty husband mm-hmm. who is tripping on power. Yeah. I think the message of the like, two episodes were just power tripping. And also yeah. nothing, and also <laughs> yeah. that, and also nothing ever really dies. We're seeing kind of like Frank wanting to make his own pride because he was left out of pride. Y'all were just no. like, "Sorry, Frank, you're a loser." Nope. I mean, <laughs> he doesn't have what it takes to be like in pride. I like I can I can the actually see what, fortitude. Yeah, I can see why you guys <laughs> kicked him out. But like now, because you kicked him out, is in the, whatever Jonah did to him. Yeah, it's creating a monster. Of Jonah's and David's making because he's believing so much in this word, but like she said, it is not real. Mm-hmm. You, I understand you want it to be real, yeah. but dude, it's not. This is all fake. This is all an illusion. Mm-hmm. Well, to end on a positive note, at least, <laughs> Chase did kind of uh, save Gert this episode, episode ten, where he was like, "Don't give it to, don't give the medicine to Gert. Give it to Old Lace because if you give it to Gert, then Old Lace is going to die because Stacy, mm-hmm. crazy Stacy." She turned on her own child and dinosaur by releasing like the sickness pheromone thing, which was ridiculous. (laughs) Sickness pheromone. Sickness hashtag sickness pheromone thing. And so I think that we can really tell that Chase like loves Gert. And that was really sweet. So like I ship them so hard even more now. I know. I love when Dale said he cares more about your daughter than you do. I was Mm -hmm. like, yep. And like it was like you were saying at that point. Dale, this is not your wife. I'm sorry. When like I, I, that, that you didn't like a bell to be rung. Ding ding ding. This is not your wife. She's not here for you. Um, no. Nope. I I just I don't even know what to do with that no more. Mm-hmm. That was He's, like the biggest. <laughs> throws the throws the you're you're not my wife i feel like whatever this thing alien being mm-hmm. is that's possessing dale or using him as a host body decided that or not dale possessing stacy yeah. i think decided that very pointedly because dale just will not fight back against her mm-hmm. yeah oh i want to see that one moment where he actually does i feel like that would be a nice turn for also yeah. dale as a mm-hmm. man and as a like Okay, I'll let you wear the pants because, you know, you're good at it, but I feel like now I have to take over and protect our daughter from you. We have seen some good, I mean, there have been some good moments for Dale, I feel like, through season one and stuff where you saw Mm -hmm. him, like, I mean, Mm -hmm. it was kind of scary. (laughs) Oh, with the whole tank gun? Right? (laughs) And and then he was like, enough, Gert, in season one, so. It's in him. You know it's It's there. And also, it's like, he's scared because, or he's just intimidated because he's not used to this. 
from Stacy. You know, he's not used yeah. to. They have such a good relationship. I love yeah. them. They're all love. They're yeah, so love. they're not mm-hmm. used to combatant, combative. I can't say the word yeah. combative. Combative, yeah. combative nature from Stacy or each mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. Um, so hold your predictions. Get them ready. But before we do our predictions or anything else. We got to get more questions for Brittany. She's yeah. here. So, anything in the live chat? Any other yes. questions Ivan, for her? Ivan Soto wants to know um, for Brittany if you loved using your real life martial arts skills on yes. the show. Because oh, you're, yes. correct me if you're wrong, you're uh-huh. a black belt in Taekwondo. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. And, um, and Lyra is a black what? belt in, <gasps> in karate. Um, James is a, has two black belts, oh I my believe. God. Oh my gosh. Wow. Or a double black belt in one and a black, uh, first degree black belt in another. Um, and so we all of season one we're like, are we gonna get to, are we gonna get to like do something? <laughs> you know? And so it's this season they've we've had a lot of fun with it. We've had a lot of fun with it. And it's just cool also because Lyrica is like an insane rhythmic gymnast. And so to see her do all these things and she bends in impossible cirque du soleil shapes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she has like an actual like spinal like it's just it's amazing. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's cool. And then also with people you trust so much, you, you can just really mm-hmm. just let loose and play with it. It's super fun. It's all, it's just, oh, sorry, honey. That was just a love tap, you know? Sorry <laughs> if I punched you by accident. But then also, like, how does the Minoru family all know how to fight? Like, we, like was this, like, after-school activities? Did we all have, like, a dojo in the house and just... We know? already saw some of that in episode two between right. you and Nico, and right. then you kind of took over that fight. So, oh. so... I'm hoping we get more of that. Yeah. <laughs> what has been your favorite scene to shoot of what we've seen so far of season two? Up until episode Up till 10. 10. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Up until 10. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. we're after her second favorite. favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Um, no, there have been a lot of really fun moments. I loved filming that chocolate cake scene. That was mainly because I love chocolate cake. And it was like, um, I remember when that script came out, they were like, um, we wrote this thing, Ashley, and she said, you know, I, or I don't know, if you, are you okay, like, with eating chocolate cake? <laughs> the what? The what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I will eat a whole cake. And so, like, that morning, I sh- it was the first thing of the day, it was, like, 5.30 in the morning, and we had, like, these three beautiful dark chocolate cakes, and I was, like, just, just, just do this. <laughs> um, and you're so getting paid really for fun. this? Right? <laughs> right? Oh, my god! And I took one home. Oh! Free cake. Mm. It was yeah. otherwise just going to be left over. Oh my god! Yeah, we had a fan on Instagram send in a question earlier. Her name is Alessia. She wanted to know what's your favorite dessert? Is it chocolate, chocolate cake? cake. <laughs> well, <laughs> any anything chocolate, really? Anything except mm-hmm. for white chocolate? Because I don't think mm. white chocolate is real chocolate. <laughs> I don't think it is. It's an imposter. It's like fake Tina. Yes. Like I don't. this. Um, anything chocolate, I'm game. Nice. Uh, Nicholas Kelly asks, are we going to find out more about the Minoru's magical past with a certain magical neurosurgeon that got Thanos in Avengers 4? Um, So that's his question. (laughs) I will say, when I first read the script for 10, and I saw what Nico did with the staff, and all of a sudden the SWAT team was just gone, it gave me a lot of hope yeah. <laughs> for what he's referring to. And then also the eyes gave me a lot of hope. Yeah. Um, and then what's coming later on in the season um, gave me a lot of hope. <laughs> mm. It's really hard to talk non-spoilery things, you guys. You're doing great. I'm very yeah. hopeful. <laughs> There's a lot of people um, 
Winko's eyes kind of remind them of Doctor Strange, the Doctor Strange villain. Yeah. Mm. And I'm like, now I have to go back and watch Doctor Strange because I don't remember his eyes that well, apparently. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Um, a lot. I remember there's a comment last week in our after show. Someone said they really want Tina's backstory. I'm yeah. sorry I forgot yeah. your name, but just they're like, that. we got to get that Minoru <laughs> backstory. Know. Somebody just asked that. Yeah, oh, was it? As you said it. Hey, <laughs> the timing of it all. <laughs> uh, but I have to say also uh, that gave me chills when Nico said, get out. Get out oh, with no. the eyes. I was like, oh. It was so, like, seriously, it's like almost biblical, like when, because like, you know, when we're all supposed to go, like you're only, put, everything's going to be left behind your clothes, all material yeah. possessions, and you're just going to be gone. And I was like, I don't know what she did, <laughs> but I know they are not coming back. They is not alive. I don't know where they well, ended we up. we thought or, a lot of things they... weren't coming back. <laughs> yeah. That definitely. <laughs> okay, well, I don't know where she sent them. <laughs> Maybe they in Antarctica with no clothes. Oh, they got out wherever They're they went. Out. They, <laughs> get out, you got it. And they just left. They were left. Yeah, totally. I just, I don't really. I really actually, that's my prediction. We might not see a wall no more, and I'm actually happy with that. Well, do you know so. who else is out? Well, yeah, AWOL's dead, and so is Flores, but we have to go to our comic book corner right now real quick, <laughs> where we grab something from the comics and translate it to live-action form. And speaking of Flores, Flores was in the comics, and he played a, kind of like a similar, smaller role, but he did something really cool. He was the, actually the one in the comics that brought Cloak and Dagger into the universe. So, I mean, he's dead now, so he's not going to do that, but I still... I'm still, <laughs> I'm still I'm still hoping for my cloak and dagger crossover with the runaways. Mm-hmm. Brittany, is it happening? Um, but also, yeah. But <laughs> she's like, no, actually, <laughs> AWOL didn't exist in the comics, but Jeffrey was the one who killed Flores in the comics. So they did it a little differently. And also, uh, Catherine shot him at some point in the leg because mm-hmm. she was mad at him. But yeah, mm-hmm. quick little comment. Cat, <laughs> she's so trifling. Like, <laughs> wow, <laughs> she you actually use the word trifling. She. She killed Darius. Mm. Oh. She didn't got to do him dirty like that. That doesn't make her trifling. It just makes her gangsta. True. I feel like there's this yeah. constant battle between Tina and Catherine being the HBIC of the girl. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, Absolutely. Um, are you hashtag team Tina or hashtag team Catherine? I feel like Let us know in the comments. <laughs> and on Twitter. I feel like Tina and Catherine are going to join forces at some point, even though it mm. sounds unlikely because of... Yeah, like, would Tina. it... Yeah, mm-hmm. which 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 was Tina? Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> if that would be like a force to be reckoned with, I feel like that would be one of the most if unstoppable. They had, if they had the same goal, I feel like absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think the hard part would be them deciding which like who they should like which plan they should take. Yeah. Like, if they had yeah. the same plan, then cool. Yeah, they're gonna take over the but world. But they're both so powerful and dominant, and they have their own idea of what the right path is. Mm-hmm. And whenever I was here last week, she said, "I just want a like a Pride Ladies Night. Like that's what I hope yeah. for in season three. How hilarious would that? <laughs> I don't be know to get how the Pride Ladies together. But yes. y'all sh- y'all need to work together like, <laughs> and do something fun. You know? Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> fake Tina and fake Stacy. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Drunk. that would be hilarious. <laughs> it has to happen. Like, I've never tasted alcohol. What is this? Is it, why is it pink? Why is it blue? <laughs> what is this cherry? I, I, can just, like, imagine, I can just imagine all the... Oh my gosh. It would be everything. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, okay. We got to get to our special giveaway. Or no, not our giveaway yet. <gasps> Stay tuned at the end. We want you to listen to the whole damn podcast, okay? <laughs> oh, we got to get to our news and gossip. <laughs> Courtesy of Megan Lynn. I know. I'm so excited. So we've been talking about a Cloak and Dagger crossover for a while, mm-hmm. and Marvels did post on Twitter this photo with Greg Sulkin and Aubrey Joseph. <gasps> if mm-hmm. you're listening on the podcast, go check it out on their Twitter. 
and it said they did a special shoot that day. So I does know. that mean we can expect a crossover? <laughs> Are we looking at me? Yes. Yes. Not bad. <laughs> Spill it. <laughs> um, I did see that picture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was not a part of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what else can I say? You guys are just tricky. This is all very tricky. Yeah. Guys, it's all very tricky. Uh, well. I would love that crossover. And it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. Okay. That's well. all I'm saying on that. Okay. <sighs> she didn't spill the beans, but it's okay. It's okay. We still love you, Brady. <laughs> what else do you got for us, Megan? We're holding on for that. Also, we are holding out for a season three. The creators actually said recently in an interview that they would love to have Tina and Nico's family featured more in their backstory and also what exactly the staff of one is. Mm-hmm. Where would you like to see your family go in the future? Do you hope for them to get back together? What would that look like? Um, I feel like it's Brittany would like to see them get back together. And then um, I, I think OG Tina wants to obviously see her family back together. Um, new Tina, I think... Wants cake. Just wants cake <laughs> and to feel things and go exploring. Um, but I absolutely would love to kind of just see more. I mean, they're such a fascinating family. And it's also so cool to see, like, a Japanese-American family mm-hmm. on TV. And, and I, I just want to know more. About, like, I have so many questions about how they grew up, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, for, for me, I feel like playing Tina, she always puts so much energy on Amy. Yeah. And then when Amy was killed by Jonah, um, all of a sudden she was like, oh, right, I have another daughter. Mm-hmm. And I think finding, I think there's going to be a really interesting story too, uh, watching how they both kind of deal with Nico coming into her own power and what that looks like and um, if she can be saved. Mm-hmm. We haven't really seen much from Tina and Robert recently either, and especially with fake Tina in the mix <laughs> now, but where would you like to see that go? Do you think there's hope for their marriage? I do. I mean, I... Uh, I'm also just like a hopeless romantic, but <laughs> um, but I do. I mean, I think going back to that moment where like Robert tried to sacrifice himself for Janet, like the, that really complicated ordeal, and he came up and spoke to her in Japanese and said like I don't know how where we went wrong, but like let's mm-hmm. just try and start over. And that all sounds great, and I think Tina's totally up for that. But then there's just life that gets mm-hmm. in the way, and pride that gets in the way you know mm-hmm. and getting your kids so all that stuff but i think deep down they they know they've done so much together they want to get back to what worked for them in the first place mm-hmm. and I, mean, I would love to see that yeah, yeah. I, and i feel like a lot of us i speak for well only myself at least but like <laughs> we, i feel like we do want to see that re, re, reunion for some of the kids and some of the parents you know because right. it's like oh you just sympathize with them they really do want their kids yeah, yeah. So there's couples that I want back together. I like, I really want Tina and Robert back together. And there's couples I don't like. Leslie and Frank <laughs> get a divorce immediately. Different story. Different story. <laughs> well, that wraps up our news and gossip, right? Thank mm-hmm. you so much for that, Megan. That was amazing. I'm hoping for that crossover still. <laughs> in Sorry, season three announcement, <laughs> please. And now it's time for Shay Jones to let us shed some light on our giveaway for the season. Ooh. Hey guys, so we have so many things to give away this season. We're all going to give away this signed Molly Pop Funko mm-hmm. pop that she signed herself with a lot of her own little doodles as well. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. So cute. And grand prize is going to be this mint condition, the good uh, young comic book signed by Brittany as well and 
ever and Allegra and some more people we have coming in this week. It's mm. going to be awesome. So how do you win these prizes, guys? I mean, how? it's so simple. So if you're watching us right now on YouTube, <laughs> write five stars and leave a comment how much you love the show. We love our conversations. We love your theories. They're amazing. And if you're listening to us now on iTunes, give us a five-star rating and leave a comment. Because as much as we love the five-star you give us, I can't really know if you're entering if you don't leave a comment. And we will all ship it through to anywhere in the U.S. I love my international fa- folks, but I cannot ship to you. I don't have the monies. But we still love you. Thank you for watching. And that's my segment. Thank you, Shay. That's great. Perfect. I'm excited for that. I like to give away stuff. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> we want to give back. You, you get, get a, a car. Giveaway. You get a car. Yeah. You get a car. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just nice because we really appreciate you guys' like, love and support because we love and support you guys as well. So thank you for that, Shay. It's time to get to predictions, right? Let's do it. Here we go. And now, your After Buzz TV prediction. Oh, boy. All right, all right, all right. We got three episodes left of season two, right? So, what do you guys think? Who wants to go first? I'll tell you what I think. Okay. (laughs) I think, I don't think Awol and his men are really gone. I think they're off somewhere. I could anticipate a really funny scene with them with no clothes on. (laughs) God knows where, but I just feel like they're not gone. Okay. I hope they're gone. Interesting. But if they're back, I want to see that showdown. Hopefully, Nico is going to be a lot more in herself. Mm-hmm. And not taken over by the dark forces that be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really hoping to see how Leslie is going to get herself out of whatever Frank has planned for her. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully somebody's going to come save her. Because they got straps. So mm-hmm. you can't really get yourself out of your straps by yourself. Okay. Um, so that's me right now. I just think his insanity is going to even get higher. I don't know what that looks like. But it's going to be even probably better than I can imagine. Okay. All right, Mina, what do you think? One second, let me tap into my internet. <laughs> Channel your I feel pro- like I'm like Professor Xavier. Reading your mind right now. Okay, I'm getting it. I'm getting something. Wait. The mentalist Mina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm getting something right now. Um, so far, like what it has been communicated to me is that um, someone is going to find out that you are not the real Tina, and someone will find out that Stacy is not the real Stacy. Who that person is, I'm not quite sure yet. But hmm. it might even be yourselves when you realize that you were in some strange trance. Ooh. And maybe you and Stacy get together and realize that something is going on Ooh. since both of you are so self-aware. Especially yeah. Stacy being a scientist, I feel like she might realize that something has yeah. possessed her. Hmm. And Dale being observant, I feel like he might think the same. Because there's no way that both <laughs> these husbands are just going to fly over their head. Like, I just don't see that Maybe happening. Maybe Dale. I don't think Robert. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would think more Robert than Dale. Just really? because Dale has a stronger relationship to Stacy than Robert does right. with his wife. That's the only reason I think Dale would like figure it out Like, they're rediscovering each other yes. again. Yeah. Yes. So I maybe think Robert would just think it's a different side like of you. Like, she's doing the underwear thing again. He's like, what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. I think it'd be hilarious if Tina had, like, some sort of an allergic reaction. Like, she's, like, gluten-free <laughs> or, like, lactose intolerant to all the chocolate cake. Oh, and she's no. like, my new I'm covered in hives. What's happening? <laughs> yeah. I just wonder, because how do you combat that? How do you combat that inner self that's trying to take over you? That host, whatever that is. And, like, mm. when is it gonna completely take over you. So See, it's it's like, like or is it gonna completely take over her? That's exactly. also the question. That's so like, Marvel. What the mm-hmm. heck? And then when Cloak and Dagger gonna come in? I know they're in Louisiana <laughs> and, you know, the Runaways and the Pride are in LA but we can figure something out. That's close. Yeah. Brittany, <laughs> what do you think is gonna happen? Or any last thoughts about this season up until now? 
Uh, <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. Okay. So, um. So no. No. <laughs> what, do you, what do you have to tell the people who haven't seen the episodes yet? Like, what's in store? Who haven't? Oh, haven't seen yes. the rest of the season like yet? These three. Like these three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold on to your seats, ladies. Um. It's really fun because it felt like you know with the episode seven with like the big spaceship thing and all the crazy night shoots was really our mid-season finale. Like it feels like one through seven was one season and I feel like this is a whole other mm-hmm. and it really starts to pick up even more speed. Yeah. So much happens covering this. <laughs> what was just p- predicted yeah. um, in just three episodes. So it's like it's you could easily binge all three at once. Yeah, it feels like it's like yeah. two different, like a comic. It feels like a comic book, like like two separate runs in a mm-hmm. season. So it's sort of mm-hmm. really cool, mm-hmm. making bringing this comic book to life. Unfortunately, we do have to wrap up. I'm really sad. I'm going to start crying mm-hmm. soon. But um, thank you guys so much for joining us. And Brittany, thank you yes. as well. This was so fun. You're gonna come back for season three, right? You know, yes. in studio. <laughs> yes. Okay. We're well. getting a season three. I'm gonna call it. We have <laughs> a few more cupcakes. I, I need it. <laughs> Perfect. Chocolate? Why didn't we? The best cupcakes last night. <laughs> they were so good. Well, they also had bourbon in them, so you know, that makes I everything really great. I really like that. Mm. <laughs> well, my runaway panel, where can we find you on social media? Hey, everyone. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Mina Makes Magic. You can also go to my website, MinaMakesMagic.com. Hey, guys. You can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram tomorrow. Also, Runaways at 6, mm-hmm. Good Trouble at 8 with Megan over here. And yes. Sunday's Black Monday is getting real, guys. Y'all can find me at Megan Lynn TV on Twitter and Instagram. Guys, I love talking about the show. Please hit me up with your theories. I'm so curious. Definitely. And Brittany, where can we find you on social media? You can find me at Brit Ishibashi. That's two T's on Instagram and Twitter, although I'm not really on Twitter. Yes! Okay. And I'm Ollie Drennan. Follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. And check me out on the RuPaul's Drag Race after show on Sundays. <gasps> That's my show. And also, this is my show. So we'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow with another special guest for episodes 11 and 12. Until then, Runways, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 